0: Hello. So, believe it or not, we're closed. We're on vacation. And I will tell you, I just cannot not share because there's so much going on. And I've actually been spending the day um, talk, chatting back and forth over voice text with some of our clients and in the visionary circle. And we're literally going back and forth. I'm like, what do we want? Like, what is the next what is what is the future of coaching? What are we creating here? Because we're just such—it's such an incredible group of women who really see the world differently and and are stand for something different. It's just like we're going back and forth and sharing these visions. It's just amazing. So I was like, okay, well, this is my vacation. I'm actually working, but I I love it so much. It's like I was sad. I was like, oh, I don't get to teach this week and in my programs. Like, you know, it used to be a year ago. I would shut down the company every six weeks and go to Rhythmia or go to some other retreat center, go somewhere, and you know, not, (laughs) like I would not talk to my team, like no text, no nothing, like not a single message to a client, nothing, nothing, no live, no posting, no nothing, you know? And that's because I needed that, but this, like now my life is so much in balance and I just, it's so good and it's already so balanced, it already feels so good that it's like, what do, I need? what do I need a vacation from, you know? It just feels weird because I really, really, genuinely love what I do. And I love every single day at work. So I, <laughs> I have some things that I wanted to share with you guys too. Not just with my clients, but, uh, you know, and our clients are listening to this as well. But uh, with, with a broader audience about what's transpiring. So there's a, there's a topic. I was sitting on... Um, I was listening to a a recorded call with one of my mentors, Melanie Lair, and uh, she was talking about um, something that hit me so much and I wanted to bring that to you guys and that is ah, the information sharing that is going on in the industry and the copycatting and things like that. So we have a thing where we worry so much, that if we share an information and we share where it came from, it's going to devalue us. It's going to have people think less of us, right? And so we create our own formulas and it's more left brain or anything. You know, some, some people have the ability to channel the information from the higher self. This is what is happening for me has been happening for me so much every night, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of things that I have learned from other people that are so useful to me in my business coaching practice. But I have noticed like there is a fear that arises and it's it's common to all of us when we share something. Oh my God, you know, like I, I don't want to tell people where it came from because I want them to work. With, what if they choose to, choose to work with somebody else or whatever? And there's, there's all this stuff going on and I want to talk about it because I think this is a conversation that I want to pass on to you guys. So... It's actually such a huge benefit for the people who work with you to get not just you, but all the mentors that you are currently working with and those who have worked with, who are influencing your life and who are passing codes to you and who are passing frequencies to you. And your clients get to benefit from that. It's a huge, huge, huge plus all the learning that you have been through, all the learning that I have been through, all the mentors that I work with right now, all the mentors that I have worked with before. It's like, I am not just my higher self. I'm also bringing to you the higher selves and the beautiful and brilliant coaching of all the other people that that have taught me, that have shared information with me, that have affected my life, you know? And so I was sitting with this yesterday and kind of mapping out who were my influencers, who are the people who taught me so much and who really influenced how I coach. And there's like some big ones that are... Some influences that should be big but don't feel big, you know? So for example, I got my MBA from uh, UT Austin, which is, I think at the time, it was like a number 12 in the ranking. I have no idea where it's now because I don't track it at all. And it seems like it should be a big deal and it's, it's less, but at the same time, it gave me, like money isn't mystery to me because of my MBA. Like, I think we might have had, I, I don't actually know, but we might have had maybe since 2018, two, maybe three unprofitable months, like truly unprofitable where we're, maybe four, well, there was were some periods. Um, I think there was three or four months after I got pregnant where I literally wasn't able to produce anything and we were in a deep hole. And they talk about that. And it was after, after you know, I got pregnant and I realized I'd be a single mom and my energy was just horrible and awful, right? So, but other than that, like, I understand money and it's not a mystery to me. And I watch some of my clients... Just make like half a million dollars a year and then spend 498,000. I'm like, what? Like, where's this money going to? Like, what is happening, you know? And that's some of the things that that I'm really, really comfortable with is like understanding how small business works. So, you know, is there a return on this? Yes. But then, you know, my actual business coaching influences. You know, I, it, it's like some of the littlest things that shouldn't, like, make a big difference, but they made a huge difference. For example, I learned how to speak on stage, and it was just literally a weekend training with, with a coach named Jay, Rachel Jane Groover, and it was a single weekend training. It was like 1600 bucks, you know? I was never in her, like, a higher tier, year-long year long or anything like that, but it was, like, right place, right time and it was like i would con- i would compare it to the same level of transformation that happened during my entire mba cuz i learned storytelling you know i learned how to how to tell a story how to pitch my call to action and, and it was practical we can we were actually go on stage and we were just doing crazy stuff like uh, you know, trying to deliver a five-minute thing when everybody's giving you resting bitch face. And it was, like, very experiential. It was, it was so magical, you know. So I'm still grateful for this, and this is years ago. And then, you know, I learned actually leading on stage in very uncomfortable situation from a landmark education. I was actually uh, being trained as a facilitator, and I learned how to uh, really be in a room and manage conversations and be be comfortable or semi-comfortable with some really uncomfortable stuff. I remember like the first workshop I led, I have like a super conservative 80-year-old gentleman sitting right next to like a 20-year-old activist and they were like the left versus right, they were going at it. And I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? It's like just... It's one of those, like, oh, my God, they, I, I got trained there, like, wow. And it was all volunteering. It was basically, it's, like, basically volunteered sales presentations, you, you know, when when you kind of sum it up, you know, as workshops, but it's always, like, uh, call to action at the end and things like that. And it was, like, a free training, but, oh, my God, you know, it, how much did I learn from that, like, what they gave me, like, ability to... To tell stories, ability to be with uncomfortable situation, ability to be with people who like totally don't like you, totally don't agree with you and are there because somebody put them in that room and they don't really care about personal growth at all. You know, imagine like now when we leave the workshops, like we teach people who want to be there. <laughs> It's like, you know, they're all all intuitive. They're not there. They're on Zoom. They could just jump, you know. It's just like they could jump up and it's done. Like these were like very uncomfortable situations where like some people really didn't want to be there. And you had to manage it energetically. And I learned so much from it and so grateful. You know, it doesn't align spiritually. It just stopped aligning spiritually and on so many levels. And it's not what I need in my life, but it was like just training beyond training, you know, integrity-wise, you know, Landmark is pretty big on integrity, but I didn't actually get integrity, Um, the, like, like, really, really got it, Um, there's, there's a book that I really recommend for you guys, it's uh, Martha Beck's book, I think it's called The Way of Integrity, and I always re- I recommend my clients to read it and before I teach workshops that people read it. Things like this. Because there's a lot of, there's, there's exercises in there that will really have you really tell the truth to yourself. And that's such, it's a fast truck to a connection to your higher self. And then Mama Ayahuasca is such a true teacher like, she's such a no-bullshit mother. The minute you are on the journey with ayahuasca and your intention is set, is like, it's game on, and you're going to see, she's go, she will show you exactly that which you're hiding from yourself. And that's why it's such a powerful, powerful medicine for me. Now, you know, my spiritual understanding of the world comes from Dr. David R Hawkins whose work I studied like I listened to like hundreds of hours of lectures and I will tell you honestly 80% of it is not embodied what he teaches and it can't be because it's such a high level like you this is like lifetimes and lifetimes to actually get you know because he's teaching at such like different from such a different pace like so many people just got to get that intellectual and they think they're there but they don't really get it it's not really embodied it's like faking and for a while I was trying to fake myself through it and it's like no 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 like of course it broke down at at a first sign of trouble right however however right his teachings are so valuable because it sets the compass for what you're doing here in life like what are you aiming for is it so important that uh, you know what what is really important why you're here and why you're here is love to learn love to get to unconditional love right and that's that's what he teaches and then you can go beyond that towards enlightenment but people forget that you know we chase spiritual evolution wise we chase so many things that are not that we get so lost in the magicness of this and that. And it's fun. And it's, it's okay. It's beautiful. It's like explore this and explore that. And connect with this and connect with that. It's all beautiful. But the intention is always love. Unconditional love. And you have to work through so many layers before we get there. So the Way to God lectures on Audible from 2002. For anybody who's interested. Like go there. You know because those are really, really fun to listen to. And and I know so many of you guys are past that and you have a very good understanding of how the world works and you don't need that. But if somebody is like, you know, really wants a deeper understanding of, of, you know, this, then I really, I really recommend those lectures. And then, you know, another influences. Uh, So as much as I don't like to admit this, I learned to muscle test in pair uh, from my former partner and Lexi's biological father. And when we worked together, we frequency measured every imaginable blind spot that, you know, was available to us, you know, due to our current state of consciousness. And with my time and during my time with him i literally had like a huge understanding of how the ego mind works and honestly like i still like the understanding that i gained that is within me that is not something that i'll ever lose and i'm so thankful for it that is not to say that he's a great guy you know he's (laughs) he's going to owe you know child support for like for three kids you know in a few years this is you know that's like a whole another issue but I cannot discount just how valuable the research was that we did together and and, you know I was kind of the volunteered guinea pig and it was like it was just okay all the layers and the layers and the layers of the ego and understanding it was just really really powerful and because of that, I understand victimhood through and through in every imaginable layer of it and pride and shame and make wrong and indignation and anxiety and confusion and storytelling and martyrdom and all the different attachment styles, like all of it. You know, so it's like it's such a, such a thing. Like I have that frequency within me and nobody can take that, ever take that away. You know, and I'm so grateful for it. And then there is, you know, the Sedona method. Like, I still practice this. I'm not certified in this. I messaged them a while ago. I was like, I'm going to use this with my clients. Are you okay with this? And they're like, cool, cool, cool. This and this. This is the guidelines for it. Don't tell them you're certified. You need to mention the, you know, the Sedona method. So this is you know, kind of how I do it, right? I learn something and then I make it my own because the Sedona Method, like, it doesn't exactly and precisely work for me. I need, I like to make adjustments and I like to merge it with other modalities and things that I've learned in the Hoffman process in 2015 and sort of, like, combine the guided transmutation meditations together in a way that really, you know, it works much smoother, but, like, it's, like, what they, like how they approach things is so powerful, you know, and it serves at a certain stage, I think. And it's been super helpful to me and it's been super helpful to my clients. And then, you know, business-wise, there are some really powerful people that I have worked with that I'm really, really proud to have worked with One of them was Kelly Roach. I don't work with Kelly anymore, but I learned so much from her. How to do virtual launching. I learned how to sell on camera. I I learned how to be confident selling on camera. How to create powerful events. And she teaches the live launch method, right? And we, we turned, like we didn't, like it was too much for us. I didn't like certain things about it. It's just very intense. And I wanted something less intense, and I started doing seven-day retreats on Zoom, and then they started doing it after us as well. But like, I would never been able to create anything like that if I, like the, the trainings were so good at the time, you know. And I also learned how to lead a team. I'll say this with a caveat because I'm moving away from what I learned, but at the same time, I had to go through it the confidence to lead a team, and now I can sort of overcome that hump of, like, being, like, the super bossy boss, you know, into, like, a different phase where it's like, oh, no, I actually want collaboration. I don't want, like, people on my team who work 70 hours a week and, like, you know, don't have any of their own ideas, but I had to, like, move through, her teachings first, to kind of find myself. So I'm, like, really, really grateful for what I learned from her. And now, you know, Melanie Layer is another really, really, really amazing coach. And I so like, how she came into my consciousness is because it's, like, literally, like, I, like we teach the same thing except, like, she's at a $45 million level, which I'm like, what? how is this even possible and it's so cool and I picked up on you know sales can be easy branding like it's like the branding like the the kind of the codes the branding codes that she's passing to some like oh my gosh that feels so good you know so I really just love 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 her style and more than anything I'm teaching from how easy she makes it look And then I'm also learning a lot from another human being who's been one of my clients, Christina Schwinn. She's been one of my clients for two and a half years. And I just think she was, I was like, okay, she did some weird stuff. And I had some fear around working with her because of a lot of the warnings that we got from Dr. Hawkins is like, don't channel don't do this don't do that and I was kind of afraid of her work because of that because she works with different multi-dimensional beings and you know I remember doing her copy on the website and it was like all about that I'm like huh that's great I just you know I'll just stay in my lane I will help you with your copy but I'm not you know I was like mildly triggered by it but as i as i learned you know after so many journeys with the plant medicine i i like realized i'm i'm ready and if i'm going to work in in the multidimensional uh sector with anyone it's going to be her because she has so much common sense and so much sovereignty because there's a lot of i'll tell you there's a lot of um Teachers out there who are very indiscriminate. They're like teach you how to talk to spirit guides and light beings and and the light beings are not always light beings, you know. And they're very indiscriminate and there's a lot of like glamour, which is exactly what Dr. Hawkins warned us against, you know. It's like if you you get hooked and you get glamorized, then you're done, you know? And with her, I just um <laughs> She has, she has so much sovereignty in that she has her own head on her shoulders and she will not be manipulated by, by what anybody says. And that's what I love. And she often goes against the grain and this is what I love about her. And it's like, oh, yes, you know. So just really honored and excited to, to work with her and the influence she has on my life. And then as far as, you know, other influences, my team, you know, Jay, I have worked with her for five years That I'm so incredibly grateful because she has contributed so many ideas of what I teach. So many ideas over the last five years. And there's just so much back and forth. And there's something in that in that work relationship that really works because we are so different from each other. And she really is, balances me out in so many ways because she's like the steady water. She's not crazy in any way. And I'm like all the crazy in all the ways. And we need both, you know, in a company. And she is very much, she's very boundary in the most um like just you know but not in like a mean way you know she's very much like knows who she is and it's just so wonderful to have somebody like that who is very much like yeah anyway that energy just really really appreciate her and then I think I have two more influences that I want to share with you guys in in case you find them uh, helpful so we've gone like from the least influential to the most influential as I go on the list and like the second to the most influential is the the plant medicine the plant teachers this isn't for everybody Well, actually I'll take it back like who I think at some point you know it just depends where you are in your journey you know it's, 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 not, it's not harmful to anyone, I don't believe, if your intention is right. And I have spoken to it so many times, I'm not going to go into details, but I have worked so many times with Mother Ayahuasca, but also Iboga, Cambo, sacred mushroom. Oh my God, the sacred mushroom, so sacred. Wachuma, which is San Pedro, cannabis, which we also call Santa Maria here, and work with a few like really incredible spiritual mentors throughout. That occasionally um, outside those ceremonies as well, but it, there's just no human teacher that is that precise because the human teachers cannot see into your soul, or some of them can. (laughs) Okay, so I'll take it back, some of them can. But it's unlikely that a human coach will have that much access to all your history, to your past life, to your ancestry, to all your blind spot, and can do like a five-minute evaluation, and okay, well, this is all the stuff that we need to break through and then make a plan and this is what the treatment is, you know? Because the human teachers have a whole lot more intuitive blind spots, right? And they don't quite can see the whole picture. (laughs) There's people selling eggs on the street, I guess. I don't know if you guys can see this. So really, plant medicine is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And if that calls to you, make sure you're, te- like, teachers that are really good, it's almost like, there's just this frequency of love, love and only love, you know, the, the teachers, the true teachers, the, the carriers of the medicine, they're so loving and they're so powerful because of that, they're just, there's just a pure intention for you. And there was, that is not the, not the case with all of them, you know? I have done ceremonies with some people who are just not at that level and the results of the ceremony, it's, it's different. It's different energy. You have a different experience. You don't feel as held. That's a monkey. <laughs> you guys get all the sounds today. So be really careful who you choose. And finally, the, the most powerful teacher is my higher self. Was it always that? Yes, but without my awareness to it, if that makes sense. It was really the plant medicine that opened my access, opened my awareness to my higher self and merged me back with my higher self to where I have so much access, so much guidance. And every day, more and more, I bring my higher self into, into the daily conversations, into my time with Lexi, into every message that I send, every voice text that goes out to my client's Every lesson that I prepare for. And that ultimately becomes our biggest teacher. But all the other teachers... All the other true true teachers... Lead us there. And for me, the teachers who lead me there the fastest... Are the plant teachers for me. Right? So... I think that's that's the work. And again, I'm thinking like this is my limited understanding, limited by the level that I'm currently at. If I re-record this in a month or in two months, it's like I bet you if I re-record this in two weeks, I'm going to give you a more advanced answer, let alone in a year, let alone in two years, because the the growing journey that I'm on is so fast is so accelerated it's so just crazy it changes every day it's like go to my first podcast you're like what that's the same person like that's crazy you know like you're going to see so much difference and the reason I haven't deleted those podcasts is because I I want you guys to see like don't listen to the podcast that were recorded you know 20 30 50 100 podcast episodes ago you know because you're not going to get the same energy you're not gonna get the same the same stuff, right? But at least you will see what's possible when we do the inner work. Wow, this is long. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you around. If you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.